twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll learn how hoteliers use two-way radios. We'll interview the general manager of a hotel and find out how he and his staff use two-way radios to improve efficiency, ensure safety, and provide their guests with a more enjoyable stay. We'll also review the Ritron Liberty Repeater and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by ByTwoWayRadios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. ByTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialists. Providing guests with a relaxing and enjoyable experience is the top priority in the hospitality business. And one of the keys to achieving this goal is a fast efficient response to the needs of each hotel guest. The tool commonly relied upon by hotels to deliver such service? Let me guess, the two-way radio. Two-way radios. Anthony, you knew that answer. (laughs) I'll let everybody else answer. I don't want to be a (laughs) show-off. And uh, I think I was a little slow to answer. (laughs) Should have been more on top of that one. (laughs) Well, we have a treat for our listeners today. Actually, rather than go into a discussion about how hotels can use two-way radios, we actually have an interview with uh, the general manager of a hotel, and uh, we talked to him and asked him how he uses two-way radios. I can't wait to hear this. I'm, I'm sure you can't. Neither can I. His name is James Brooks. He's the general manager of Staybridge Suites in uh, Durham, North Carolina. And uh, I did have the pleasure of interviewing him. He was really kind enough to do this interview with us. And we're going to play it right now. And we're talking with James Brooks from the Staybridge Hotel. And this is in uh, beautiful Durham, North Carolina. And James, how are you doing today? Doing well. How are you? Oh, just fine. Just fine. Now, you are the general manager of the Staybridge Hotel here. Yes, sir. And may I add that we've been staying here the last few days. And it's a really nice hotel. Really like the accommodations. Everybody's been great, and the um, the ambiance is just—it's clean, it's nice. Uh, we've had my family and I've had a great time here. Uh, the food's great. <laughs> it's, uh, accommodations are nice. Every everybody's been uh, just great. Thank you very much. We uh, our hotel we're the Staybridge Suites, and all of our rooms are suites. So essentially, we have a full kitchen, full living room, full bedroom. Um, we do a lot of business with extended stay people, so we try and make it as close to home as we can. Uh, we've got great food options, great swimming pool, great areas just for everyone to, to come and relax and be away from home, but still in a home atmosphere. Well, my kids would love the pool. They'd, they'd like to uh, spend more time in it, but you know, of course, uh, 
you know, I like to have my wife and me there <laughs> watching them because they're Certainly. still still a little young. Certainly. But uh, but yeah, everything's been great. Uh, once again, it's it's really clean. I, I really I highly recommend the hotel to to anyone who'd like uh, a nice stay in Durham and the Durham and it's a nice area too. The uh, uh, Durham Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chapel Hill area. We were walking around Chapel Hill well, last night. Very, very nice, quaint college yeah. town. Our, our hotel is very unique in in the placement. Uh, we are centrally located right between Durham and Chapel Hill. We're we're equal distance to both Duke University and the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. So we've got a uh, we've got the best of both worlds, so to say. That's great. Uh, and I noticed that you use two-way radios here in the hotel we do. Uh, quite extensively. Uh, for starters, uh, first tell us a little bit about uh, the hotel itself. You know, how, how large an area are we talking about here? What's, uh, uh, how, how big is the hotel really? Well, most of our suites are the size of two hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. We have 99 suites throughout the hotel. We've got a large meeting room. We've got a smaller boardroom. Uh, we've got a, a very ample space uh, lobby type lodge area. Uh, then our grounds include a swimming pool, barbecue gazebo, pet walking area, uh, and so forth. So it's it's a it's not a large scale area, but it's uh, it's right around middle of the road um, space wise. Now it's uh, four stories. Four right? stories, yes, sir. Okay. Do you have a basement or anything? Or we do not have a basement. We do have a very large attic that runs the entire length of the, the hotel. And you rely on the two-way radios to kind of reach that general area, this whole general area. Now, you use the two-way radios to communicate between uh, the management and staff. Mm-hmm. Um, who actually uses the radios? Uh, which which departments really uh, rely on them? Certainly. The most? Um, in the hotel industry, you're not very often situated at a desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time, you're throughout the hotel. You're, you're all around the, the area um, fixing something, cleaning something, just overall checking on the the status of the hotel and the guests that are in it. Um, our hotel, the brain of our hotel is the front desk. Uh, anytime someone calls and needs something, they call the front desk. If they need a maintenance issue, housekeeping issue, they're going to call the front desk. And the front desk has to have a, a way to get in touch with someone and a way that is going to be consistent and a way that is going to be reliable. Um, that's where we use our two-way radios. Our entire maintenance team carries a radio our executive housekeeper carries a radio our houseman carries a radio our van driver carries a radio um when i'm out and about if i need a radio i I pick one up or you know they can get in touch with me they can find me throughout the hotel so pretty Um, much everybody uses them yeah most definitely it's It's, you know it's it's again you're not going to be stationary you're not going to be beside a phone with an extension all the time so it's the easiest and the best way to to get in touch with each other um, when we have a guest issue or you know if someone needs something it's not something that can wait 10-15 minutes for someone to come check in at the front desk and make sure everything's okay mm-hmm. we need to be able to get in touch with someone right then and there to take care of the issue for the guest those communications have to be instantaneous instantaneous yes sir yeah and that's something that a cell phone can't really do or exactly exactly yeah you need the radios so so the radios really are important most to definitely. to the management and the staff, the hotel, they're, yes, they're almost vital. Do you get sufficient coverage as, as far as the, the we do. size? We do, and and as we sit here, you can see out the window and across the street is Home Depot. Mm-hmm. We even get range over into the the first few aisles oh, really? of Home Depot sometimes. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, so sir. it still kind of yeah. leads through yep. sometimes. Yep. 
Now, um, you don't get any dropouts or dead zones no. in the hotel? Luckily, um, we've got a great product. We've got a great you know, radio, and it, it catches you know all throughout our hotel, um, back towards even towards the back parking lot and towards the dumpster areas, and, and like I said, even across the street to Home Depot. What radios are you primarily using? Um, Brand-wise? Those, those look like Motorola's. Yeah, I believe they were the Motorola's. Um, we've had them for four years almost. Really? And they, they've lasted long. Um, we have rechargeable batteries that we use each time um, and, and charge them that way. And uh, they do well. Do you use any kind of repeater in the area or it's just, just straight radio to radio? Straight right? radio to radio. We don't have a repeater. Hmm. Uh, um, how many radios do you have overall? Um, I believe say? six to seven. Six to six seven? To seven. Okay. A little over half a dozen radios. Does everyone on a radio just do they all stay on one channel, the same channel? Or do you use different we channels. Do. Uh, we stay on the same channel. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, if there's a, a guest issue, it may not be a, a cut and dry, just a housekeeping issue. So we we don't mind for maintenance to listen and see if they can lend a hand as well. It's good um, idea. If there is something that is a longer conversation or something that needs to be talked about, then they can you know simply say you know please call me at the front desk or please call me in room such and such right. um, to avoid the prolonged conversations on the radio. Um, but it's a it's a really good way for our, everyone to keep up with where each other is and, and where the uh, the assistance is needed. Absolutely. Uh, now um, you say you use rechargeable batteries. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long do your batteries typically last? Do they last throughout the entire shift, or <clears throat> do you need to recharge or swap out the batteries for the radio? Normally, the, the, the good thing is, is we charge our batteries in the evening time. Um, mm-hmm. So normally, you know, around midnight or eleven o'clock at night, they'll take the batteries and put them on the chargers and let them go right then. Charge for uh, we have a quick charger, so they only charge for about fifteen twenty minutes. And they're good to go. And the, the radios last all day. Do you use the rapid chargers mm-hmm. on those? And that's, yeah, that's a good idea. Do you use a individual chargers or, or, or a multi-charger? We do. We have individual chargers mm-hmm. in each um, in each department. They have them in their workstations. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, how about accessories? Do any of Does anyone on your staff uh, use an accessory like a headset or something like that? No, we, uh, we currently don't use that. Um, you know, everyone just has the, the clips for the radios but mm-hmm. to go on their belts and, and belt loops that type of thing but we don't have any headsets or, or accessories other than that so it's pretty much a simple <coughs> here's the radio let's go kind of set yes, up how long do the radios typically last before they need to be replaced have you had the original radios we've or? had these um, like I said for about four years I think we've replaced maybe two mm-hmm. and that's just because of you know dropped or, or wear and tear damage that kind of stuff it's just normal you know, when you're working with uh, with maintenance guys, you know they <laughs> yeah. they tend to be in places that you know the normal person wouldn't be in places. That's so true. Sometimes That's they can true. get smashed, or sometimes they can get knocked around, and and we've had to replace them for those reasons. But as far as um, longevity, I feel like we've gotten pretty good longevity out of them. It sounds like it. Now, has there ever been a situation in which having a two way radio has been? Uh, Either metaphorically speaking or or literally speaking, a lifesaver. Uh, certainly, we've had numerous times with with bad weather, hurricanes, that type of thing, where we lose power in the hotel, mm-hmm. or you know we may have a fire alarm or something going off. Where getting on the phone and, and contacting each person individually is not exactly the fastest and, and most efficient way uh, to to get information across. Right. You know, 
safely and, and for security purposes. So definitely, you know, we've had times where we've lost power and we've had to get on the radio with everybody and say, okay, we need someone to be on fourth floor, someone to be on third floor, someone to be on the second floor, someone to be on the first floor on what they call like a fire watch just to make sure, you know, nothing happens and, and nothing's out of the ordinary. And also to go door to door or to let people know as they come out of the rooms, you know, this is what's going on. It's good. It's a good way for, again, that brain of the hotel, the front right. desk, to be able to send out directions and answer questions so you don't have mass panic, so to say. <laughs> That's true. You don't want people to come out of the their rooms and not be able to use the elevator and then start, you know, of course, they're gonna, everybody's going to file down to the front desk because they don't know what's going on. So to have those radios and have those people in place to be able to, um, to kind of control that and curb that a little bit. So it's they've come in very handy Most in definitely. emergency situations. Um, I take it in the case of a fire, you guys have like fire drills and mm-hmm. things like that that you utilize mm-hmm. the radios with. You have a specific emergency plan yes, in place. Yes, sir. Yeah, and that comes in very, yes, very, uh, very handy. Yes, sir. Well, James, I really appreciate your time today and uh, speaking with us uh, about the radios, and um, I highly recommend everyone. If you're ever up in the Raleigh-Durham-Chapel Hill area, come on by. Come by and see us. Staybridge Suites. Staybridge Suites. And, um, you know, James here, they've got a great staff. Uh, like I said, the accommodations are wonderful. The food's wonderful. Uh, the pool's wonderful. Everything's, <laughs> everything's great here. And well, thank you, can, you. And you can be sure that their, uh, their management and staff are, are just on top of everything. They're using two-way radios. That's right. That's right. Thank you very much. Thanks for the opportunity to talk with you. Well, thank you, James. You have a good day. Have a good day. What did you think of the interview? I thought Mr. Brooks did a, a great job in the interview, gave us a lot of information. I really like the interview format. It's a lot better than us just sitting here talking about a, a new industry every week. Yeah. It's a, a nice change-up to have the interview. Maybe we'll, we'll uh, do more of it. I thought he gave us a lot of good info there. It's nice to have a first-hand review on on radios. I mean, we can tell you all day long what we know and think, but you know, to hear an actual customer that uses the radios and how they're a benefit to his business, I think that plays well into that. I agree. I mean, nobody really knows that particular business in that industry more than the people in it and no one knows how to use the radios in that industry better than those people that are using them (laughs) i think you're right and uh, i I think something you said leading off the show and something that uh, james reiterated during his interview was that providing a really good guest experience is the top priority in, in hotels and you know cutting down delays is important in that i mean if you call maintenance for something and it takes half an hour to get someone to your room that's a a bad experience for you but if someone's there in in you know a very short amount of time then you're probably more likely to recommend that hotel or go back to that hotel they they're using these radios to to help make their jobs easier but what it all comes down to is customer service you know somebody's getting calls down to the front desk for maintenance and somebody's there within a couple minutes they're going to enjoy that they're going to appreciate that whenever i have a good stay or you know night out eating somewhere or a positive experience i'm always quick to brag about it to gloat about it to, to let other people know about it um a business like a hotel is really 
perfect for using two-way radios where, like James said, the uh, front desk is sort of the brain of the operation mm-hmm. and everyone else is kind of on the go. Managers are, are running from place to place, maintenance crews, housekeeping. Uh, you, you never know exactly where one of those employees is going to be. And if a guest needs something, they're going to the front desk. Yeah. Well, imagine if you didn't have two-way radios, if, if you needed maintenance. Someone's going to have to leave the desk and go find someone for maintenance. Well, now maybe you've got a desk that's not covered, or maybe it's a, a long wait because that front desk person has people in line, and uh, they've got to wait before they can go find this person. Two-way radios really make things much, much more efficient. And um, in the hospitality industry, they, they pay for themselves very, very quickly. Oh, yes, absolutely. And going back to what uh, you were just saying, Anthony, um, I had a very positive experience in this hotel, as I mentioned in the interview. But I actually witnessed this quick response in action. Uh, We had an issue with the toilet. Uh, Got stopped up. I called down to the front (laughs) (laughs) desk. You stopped up toilets? Imagine that. Too many donuts. Yeah, I, I, I stopped up the toilet, <laughs> and I did. <laughs> well, we I had this issue. I called down the to maintenance the maintenance guy. Love that. <laughs> well, I had this issue. I called down to the front desk, and I, I told them, well, you know, the toilet stopped up, and they said, no problem. You know, we'll take care of it. It, it wasn't even five minutes. It, it was I, it was so quick. The knock at the door. The maintenance guy walked right in, took care of it, and left. Now, I saw the radio uh, clip to the side, and um, that's one of the things that um, got me into the idea of doing the interview with the hotel manager because I thought, you know what, this was such a fast response time that it, it had to have been the, the two-way radios. They had to have used the radio. Really. I think that's a prime example of how a fast response time does increase not only the efficiency of the operation, but the satisfaction of the guests. Any other comments on the interview? Um, well, I, I guess maybe we should talk a little bit about the, the types of radios that are, are good for hotels. I'd like to mention he's using 2-watt Motorola radios. This is a mid-sized yeah. hotel, and he says he gets great range out of them. Four stories, and he's able to cover the the entire hotel, the grounds, and that's typical with a two-watt um, Motorola radio. It's a, a perfect choice for a hotel this size. If I may interject here, we took along our GXT 1050s, uh, and we used them to communicate um, among ourselves while we were there. We were there for about five days, mm-hmm. and I was there with the kids, and my wife and the kids, and we used the 1050s, and we kept them on Channel 8, which is an FRS channel. And we had no problem communicating back and forth. We were staying on the second floor, and uh, we had no you – know, I guess we were kind of centrally located there in the hotel, I, I, I suppose. Right. But we had no problem uh, communicating with each other uh, back and forth oh, the, the whole that's time. good information. And Channel 8, that's an FRS channel, so your radio would have switched to low-power mode. Yeah, it's about and half And you a would watt. have been using uh, half a watt or less of yeah. power. So uh, that's great information. Uh, well, let's let's go over a few radios that, or the types of radios that are best for hotels and, and mention a few specific models. Um, UHF is going to be the best option 100% of the time for hotels mm-hmm. because 
the signals penetrate steel and concrete, and with a hotel, you're, you're, you're dealing with a structure, so VHF is uh, not going to be recommended. Um, so a business quality UHF radio is the best way to go. Now, the number of channels is going to be depending on how you're using the radios. At uh, the, the uh, Staybridge Suites, they uh, have half a dozen radios, and they all use the same channel. Um, if you're maybe a bigger hotel and you like to split your departments up into their own channel, then consider that and maybe get a multi-channel radio. But uh, if you're in a similar situation to um, the Staybridge Suites, then a, a single-channel radio would be adequate. For a very large hotel, you're 15, 20 floors, you may find yourself needing a repeater or a repeater-capable radio. So uh, consider that. Maybe get a, a 4 or 5 watt model if you've got a very, very large area to cover. That way at least you're prepared to add a repeater in the future if you need it. Some top models that we see going to hotels are the ICOM F4011, mm-hmm. which is a 4 watt radio, uh, very good value radio and very popular radio. So well built. Very well built. The Kenwood um, ProTalk series, like uh, the 3300, TK3300 is a 2-watt model. That would be great for a situation like the Staybridge Suites. And the 3302, if you need a higher-powered 4-watt radio. Also, for smaller hotels, you can get a smaller radio, something like the Kenwood TK3230. And it gives you a more lightweight option and um, sort of easy to carry around. A little less power. But um, if you don't have as much area to cover, you may find that beneficial. All right. Any other uh, comments on using two-way radios in hotels? I think that covers it. Okay. Coming up, we'll review the Rytron Liberty Repeater. Does it have features worth repeating? We'll find out next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy Two-Way Radios has what you need. Buy Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. All of our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show, and this week we're going to review a 5-watt UHF repeater from Rytron, the Liberty Repeater. The Liberty Repeater is a cost-effective repeater for certain applications. You know, we all know repeaters can be very, very expensive, you know, the, the setup and, and whatnot. This is a more compact, easy setup. It's a 5-watt repeater. 
easy to install one it's one channel uh, it's it's perfect for if you need that extra little bit of power if you've got some dead spots here in a hotel and you can't quite penetrate all the concrete and steel with your four or five watt radio this little repeater should do the job a couple different antenna options available for it you can get a direct flex antenna that plugs into the unit or you can get a magnetic mount which will have a cable that plugs into the unit and you can put that that antenna in a different location it's got like a 12 foot coax cable on it that flex antenna looks kind of like uh, the wi-fi antenna yes. that you're used to on on uh, your pc or something it's uh you screw it into the back of the repeater and it's got a 90 degree angle where mm-hmm. the, the antenna comes off really that uh 12 foot coax antenna with the mag mount probably your best option yeah because you can run that to a high point in your building you really want your antenna to be as high as possible and centrally located Mm. and it gives you different options if you you know 12 feet you can you can put it virtually anywhere within 12 feet of that repeater you know it may work better on one end of the room than the other end of the room it gives you an option to play with it to see what's giving you the best coverage um well, that, that other antenna requires uh, an optional female type N to BNC, a type N male to a BNC female connector, and that you have to have an adapter yeah, to connect that, to that antenna it. is really made to go with the Jobcom base stations yes. or intercoms yeah. um, that Ritron also makes. So you have to have a, a, an adapter to, to get it to work with the repeater, but with uh, that adapter, it, it works great. Yeah. Well, one of the interesting things about this is that it looks like it's designed to be mounted on the wall somewhere as opposed to rack mount which uh, a lot of a lot of repeaters generally they're they go in a rack that's right they're generally rack mounts uh, this one doesn't look like it uh, will uh, work well in a rack it's it really looks like it's designed to mount somewhere on a wall or in, in a corner of a, a warehouse facility or something like that yeah you're exactly right it'll also sit on a shelf if you choose to do it that way but it's we we recommend that you put them on the wall that way it's not going to get knocked off yeah um, you don't have to worry about as much about maybe the power cord getting pulled out of it uh, it's just more stable if it's, you mount it somewhere it's lightweight it's it weighs in about three and a half pounds it's very small footprint too about uh, two inches tall and then eight by six Mm-hmm. Looks just like your the old car amplifiers that people used to have pushing their subwoofers years ago. Um, it basically, looks just like that. Yeah, it's really not that big, but it's it's a it's a great alternative for. Um, I've had some hotels that were spec wise of the hotel. It should have you know four or five watt radio according to manufacturer spec should have worked in there. But you know it's we all know that the concrete and steel and different things throw a. Can throw a, a monkey wrench in there at it. They put and a put a five watt repeater, and it's perfect. I mean, yeah. it's, it covers. It's it, they put it in a centralized spot. That's what's nice about this. You put it in a centralized spot that these radios are going to pick up and be able to to transmit that uh, transmission. Just to kind of fill in the dead spots. Exactly. If you've yeah. got someone in like maybe the one corner of the the basement trying to talk to someone in the opposite corner on the twenty first floor. It may not work, but mm-hmm. your radios are fine most of the time. Throw a Liberty repeater around the the 10th floor in the middle of, of the building somewhere. That's right. And uh, you're good to go. 
All right. And this uh, is 949. So we have so it for, and that's without really the antenna. Good price for repeater, and it's a lot easier. The setup is a lot less involved than if you got something like. Uh, an ICOM CY5000 or 6000. It's a plug-and-play repeater is yeah. what it, basically it's take it out of the box, find your spot, plug it in, and go. And we can pre-program this. Yeah, of course. You, you need to give us your frequencies uh, ahead of time. And with this repeater, it takes about 7 to 10 days to get one in. And it has a duplexer built in, so we have to have the duplexer tuned. Mm-hmm. And uh, that takes a little while because we don't do it here on site. And as always, mention the promo code SHOW at checkout when you purchase a Liberty Repeater and save an additional 5% off the order. I've got a couple more notes on this product. It's only available in UHF. It's not a VHF version. And the product that we sell and recommend you get is the 5-watt narrowband version. There's also a 2-watt version of this repeater, but the price is very, very similar to the five watt version, so we really recommend you go with the five watt. And there's also a, a wideband version. And uh, with the FCC mandate yeah, coming up in, in January, there's not a lot of reason to go with a wideband uh, version unless maybe you're using it for GMRS or something. Yeah, you're just better off getting the narrow band version. Yeah, if you need the two watt or the the wideband, let us know. We can special order that. But um, we think that. You know, everybody's been happy with the 5-watt narrowband version that we stopped. Any other thoughts on the uh, Liberty Repeater? No, I think that covers it. Of course, if you've got any questions, definitely give us a call. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I believe you can also use this as a, a base station. It um, has a speaker mic. It does. That you can connect oh. to it. Nice addition. Well, we have some uh, questions and comments from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. The first one comes from uh, Metallophile, and uh, he's, uh, he's looking for suggestions for radios to use as an intercom in a large laboratory. He says, I'm looking into a radio system to use like an intercom system inside a largish laboratory building, four floors, 150 yards from one end of the building to the other. Particularly, I would like to park at least one unit inside each large lab room and leave them on to receive 24-7. Lab analysts could also grab a unit to take it with them to stay in communication with others in the lab when they're running errands, going back to their offices, etc. I prefer going the unlicensed route, FRS, MERS, etc. Also, a large consideration is that these units will be sitting on the chargers 24-7, yet I want the charging bases to be smart enough not to overcharge them and burn the batteries out. I'm not too worried about radio interference as we are at a remote location. Weather radio reception, same alerts would be a bonus. I could justify the cost partly as a tornado safety measure as well as a lab safety measure. Do any of the manufacturers make base station, FRS, or MERS anymore? I'm a licensed ham myself, not sure whether a half a watt would reach from the basement on the west side to the third floor on the east side, but I think it might. Um, And looking forward to any feedback anyone might have. Um, And that's from Metallophile. Um, something that he may want to consider is the Jobcom intercom. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's Rytron, just like the Liberty Repeater. They right. make the intercom system. Now, he says he needs to be able to uh, take a radio and carry it from place to place occasionally, but uh, maybe uh, in his lab rooms uh, he could install a- an intercom in a set location 
and plug it into the wall for power. Mm -hmm. Because the manufacturers do not recommend that you leave the radio sitting in the charger all the time. Now, there's a lot of businesses that do that, and that will work, but it will shorten the overall life of your battery. So it's not recommended. So if you know that you've got certain lab rooms that you're going to need to connect to your radio system, an intercom is, is a great way to do that, and maybe buy a couple of extra portables to carry around from location to location if you need to do that. A couple and, RDM 2020s or 2080Ds, something like that would be perfect. Um, normally, we wouldn't recommend VHF radios for um, use in a lab. Your range isn't going to be as great, but um, you may be fine with only four floors. VHF may work just great for you, so you could program in the MERS frequencies. Also, going with VHF radios, you would have the advantage we can program in your local weather channel. If you decide to go with a VHF radio, it gives you the the advantages of being able to use MERS frequencies, which aren't going to require a license, and it also allows us to program in a NOAA weather channel. Um, So you can flip to a different channel on your your handhelds, possibly, and listen to a weather broadcast, and that would... um, that would satisfy your requirement of justifying the cost as a tornado safety measure. Now, the Jobcom intercom uh, does support NOAA weather channels, and it does not support same, but um, but just the fact that it does handle the weather channels uh, alone uh, may be sufficient for what he wants to do. Right, and the Jobcom is also um, it's a 10-channel intercom, so mm-hmm. he could, for example, have channel 1 be his communications channel, and he could flip to channel 2 if he wanted to hear the weather. Sure. Now, sure. with the Jobcom, it is not portable. It would have to mount on the wall, and it would plug into the wall. So, But that would provide him with the constant AC um, a power source that uh, would eliminate the issue of constantly having uh, them charge up on a battery. Right. So I would suggest him look into that. And if if you have any other questions for us, let us know. For some reason, that that scenario doesn't work for you. Okay. Um, Our next question comes from Joe Jitsu. And uh, he wants to know, can I use any other radios to communicate with my Kenwood TK3230s? I just got these and want to find other radios that might also get on this frequency, too. Are there any other radios that would work with them? Thank you. That's from Joe Jitsu. Uh, well, yes and no. The, the TK3230 comes in several flavors. The, the one that we sell uh, is the ProTalk version, and right out of the box it uses fairly standard UHF business frequencies. It's going to be compatible with radios like the Motorola CLS 1410, 1110, the, the Motorola RDU 2020 and 2080, but it has... 56 frequencies built into the radio so you can go yourself into user programming mode and change the frequencies and the manual will list what each of those 56 frequencies are. Now the the TK3230 is also a dealer programmable radio Mm -hmm. so uh, a dealer such as us could program anything we wanted into that radio in the in a certain UHF frequency range. So if your 3230 has been custom programmed by your dealer, then all of your user programming options are going to go away and you need to know what your specific frequencies are in order to know what compatibility is. Okay. And uh, 
Our last one, there's actually a comment here. This is from uh, Gene. He says, my auto part manufacturing company just recently started using two-way radios. It's great to be able to radio in an order or emergency of sorts. Definitely has increased production. And he's uh, responding to using uh, these uh, radios in manufacturing warehousing facilities. And we covered uh, warehousing, using radios in a warehouse in one of the previous episodes, the two-way radio show. Yes, we did. One of our better episodes, if I if I remember. Yeah, each one a classic. <laughs> Episode three thousand forty-two. <laughs> okay, and that does it for our questions and comments this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buytwowayradios dot com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum dot com. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, Zoom, Marketplace, Blueberry.com, or stream it on Stitcher. Okay, before we go, any final words? Any any other uh, comments? Um, thanks again to James Brooks for doing the interview with us. If you're in the Raleigh-Durham area, check out the Staybridge Suites. Absolutely. I had a great time there myself. It's well worth the stay. Any other comments, Anthony? I agree. <laughs> Okay, well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWayRadios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. As always, everyone, thanks for listening, and until next time for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feenster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out. <laughs>